What's up, big dog? Oh man, how you feeling? Uh, I'm feeling not not bad actually. It's not bad. It's a later podcast today, 2 p.m. I apologize for that. You know, I apologize for that. I kind of like it. It's, it'll be a different take. I'm, I'm normally I'm I'm like fueled by coffee and early morning adrenaline, and today I'm a little bit more relaxed. I've got a couple. 805s on deck you know what i'm saying Wait, i'm i'm that's an area code i'm not familiar is it also a product line of some sort i'm only familiar with 818 the tequila that we were uh, once again shut out from um but is, is 805 an ipa 805 is santa barbara area code and and it's just a regular mm. you know it's a regular standard brew um you know central coast california you know, Jason, I bet, you know, Jason, I bet the family at 805 would say it's anything but standard. You know what I mean? If they were put, if they were, if they were, if they were asked, but go ahead and continue to slander them if you want. Yeah, to. it's, it's weird. 805 beer. It's like, uh, I just, I discovered it a while ago and it's just like a regular ass beer, but it's, it's good. It tastes good. And it's, it's kind of always around in California and it gets the job done, but. People have built built like entire cultures around it, you know, like eight oh five. Calling your beer an area code is is good branding because people will like put put stickers on the back of their trucks right. and you know all that shit. That's a good point. I did notice I did notice a few new stickers on the back of the of the Toyota or of the Nissan, and I I, <laughs> I noted eight oh five was noticeably absent but i think that's something that could be correct i'm getting one forward. made custom it's kind of like a laser cut one and <laughs> it's a it's a four footer and you know because of covid like <laughs> the whole back a lot of covid more- stuff is on back order right <laughs> now you know it's tough to it's- <laughs> do you remember did guys did guys did guys at your high school have this sun strip on the front that came down so low they would have to slouch while they drive to see out yeah, the of course of course, all that stuff. <laughs> I love that. What a vibe. What a vibe. Well, for me, is. it's so <laughs> for me, insane. The orange- <laughs> it's going to give you like lower back problems. <laughs> well, so I'm already stupid. I'm already riding looked out, so it's not really I don't I don't have to make any alterations to my my driving stance. As a man who you know that you know that I'm anti-tent, as you know I stand on an anti-tent. Which is weird. Platform. Which is weird. Oh, I'm. Windows. I'm. I was. I've never. No. I've never paid to have windows tinted in a car, but I. Uh, I definitely enjoy a tint at some some moments in my life, and then like my my girlfriend and like her cars and her family's cars, they're they're always tinted, and I kind of, I'm kind of into it. Maybe it's some Cali shit because it's like it's actually fucking so hot and the sun is so bright, like it actually serves a purpose. But, no, it has nothing um, to do with that. Okay, okay. Then in that case, you just think you're famous or you just think you're important <laughs> and people can't see. You're not the president, <laughs> bitch. Like you're not even a celebrity. I'm always doing something shysty and illegal in the whip, so it's good. That's a good point. They can't yeah, see yeah, the yeah. backwoods if I have the, the tint. But I know, I know you've always had the That's philosophy of, yeah. you know, you want them to see Chris coming. And I get that. See me rolling. Well, no, I'm, I'm a stock only guy. Like putting money into a car, especially a new expensive car, seems crazy to me because it's purely aesthetic. And it's like rims. Are you fucking kidding? <laughs> like, can you imagine spending five grand, ten grand on rims? That's crazy. I know. I know. It's it's purely purely cosmetic, purely ornamental. Especially, you know, fr- and this is friend of the show, Decatur Dan. He will. I was about to say Decatur's the king. Decatur will black out the the emblems, the badges. Well, you know well, saying? more so, he's one of the rare breed of people who will make these 
alterations that will cost thousands of dollars to a car that has been leased. So th- that that's the real one. See, I appreciate that about Dan because that's purely just I don't give a fuck swag mm-hmm. out versus you know what I mean like w- knowing that you have to return the car in the condition that it was it was received in. But the reason I'm so anti tent actually dates back to Decatur Dan when I borrowed his car for a month uh, <laughs> while he was in China, the Range Rover, and the window tent was so dark that I was scared to drive. The <laughs> I tell I'm like, bro, I can't see. Like, what the fuck are you doing? This is dangerous. <laughs> I have glasses. I'm get, I'm, a, I'm getting older. Like, this is dangerous, bro. We cannot have the tent this dark. And he has. Um, he of course finds that humorous and has made fun mm-hmm. of me since then. Um, and I'm sure his new his new what color is his new car? Is it like clay? <laughs> yeah, it's clay. It's gunmetal clay. Sure, G- gunmetal clay with the windows dipped dark. You know he's got the limo tint on that shit. You know he's got the Remy's on it. You know the badges are blacked out. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But but to each their own. It's just to spend money on that kind of stuff. Just I don't know. Seems crazy. No, to me. I agree. Unless maybe it's like a vintage car and you're trying to like put it back together. Then of course I understand like buying the parts. Yeah, that you want. but some people like the same way where you would maybe like. If when you go to the gym, you would you would feel naked, not being not being fully kitted out in some Mi- point. Michael point. Williams Nike kit, like the same way. Let's that- not talk. Hey, chill, 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 chill. <laughs> the same way you feel that way about about you know like I, I you could never imagine going to Barry's without a full head to toe kit. A lot of people can't imagine, you know, they will lease can't get in the they will lease a car with the stock shoes. And yeah, they'll lease a car and drive it straight to the rim shop. Like I I can't live another moment driving around a car that doesn't that yeah. isn't sitting on something mean. Yeah, and those are the I mean those guys are wearing, you know, like Nipsey Hustle's clothing line and some <laughs> and you know, like some fucking di- like I understand that I'm wearing a, you know, I'll wear a $1000 pair of pants, which is also completely ridiculous. So I understand that that, that everybody has their choice to each their own and that's that's totally fine but you cannot catch me at the rim shop unless it's west coast customs guys bang my line i would love to figure something out um you know just yeah 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 west coast customs come on how long gone challenge yeah can you guys put can you guys put a a a commercial grade espresso machine in a bmw (laughs) let's see let's see what you're really capable can you put harmless harvest on tap in an x5 i don't think you can (laughs) I don't think he Chris, can. we heard you like coconut water, so we put coconut water <laughs> in the Tahoe. Chris, we actually had to trade your car in for a Suburban to fit the tanks for your new coconut water. So here you go. Here's your new coconut water Suburban. The tank, the coconut tanks. <laughs> that's a good, that's a cool idea. Um, but yeah, I did yeah, have to hydrate just a little, a lot just today. a little, little, well, we'll get into your hydration. Obviously, you're doing some <laughs> transnational travel. I just want to do a quick shout out to all of our, listeners who were sending in their pre-workout tips after yeah after the the viral uh (laughs) hurricane katrina (laughs) pre-workout hit the hit the shelves uh fuck labs is an army better yet a navy we're just getting started we have been approached already by ladder to do a a collaboration we'll keep you posted on that they want to do a little you know what i mean i think that they could be the people to help us get our formulation right so you don't OD and you still get the PR that you're looking for. Yeah, Ladder Ladder was nice enough to reach out to us. For listeners that don't, don't know, Ladder is a, a, a company that makes pre-workout that is, I believe, uh, a LeBron James-owned vehicle. He's he's like the, the face on the company, I'm, I'm assuming, right? Is that right? Look, man, let me tell you something about little LeBron, okay? Um I, I, no one's ever called him Lil well, LeBron. You know, I, look, LeBron is, is, you know, I don't watch basketball. I don't care, but I, I've told you this before, Jason. I think I may have even told this story on the podcast, but I saw an Instagram video uh, back in the day of him 
kneeling mm-hmm. on an exercise ball while curling fifty pound dumbbells. Which so is knee, so so mean like both knees and they're balancing, balancing on yes. the ball. Yes, which is which is insane. That is oh, that's incredibly light, that's light light work, Chris. Light work. Come on, dog. Bitch, fifty, you, I mean, you, 50 you, pounds on oh fifty pounds on each hand? Okay, never mind. <laughs> yeah, oh, oh shit, hold on. My bad, my bad. My math was wrong. Okay. Um, okay, okay. And, okay. and ever since then I can now, I can balance on a yoga ball. We all know that. We've seen the videos. I have It's it's interesting that you can do that because your core is truly weak. So I'm surprised that you're able to do something of that of that, but maybe it's your proportions. Well, that's why that's why it's that's why it's surprising is my my core appears to be so weak, but then it turns heads. Um, where you know it's 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 a little. <laughs> where does it turn heads in an all male sauna where people can't see each other in the steam room at Equinox when they're just looking for a dick? They don't care about your they don't care about your abs, bro. You so you so jealous that I'm steaming now, Chris. <laughs> you so you so jealous I'm like of- a king crab leg. <laughs> You really are. I'm about to crack that ass too. Yeah, that's that's what they tell you. I'm so. I mean, my life, my quality of life has improved so much now that the Equinox steam. I'm really happy for you because you've been a steam. You're a steam OG. I mean, you've been doing this since that shit gym in Glendale that I or the shit gym in Atwater that I that I wouldn't. I didn't like the locker room. Let me put it that way. Talking about Metro Fitness, Shouts goes out to big Metro Fitness. Metro Fitness's Metro Fitness's uh, locker room left a lot to be desired. It's the kind of place where you want to wear your shower shoes all the time. You know what I mean? You don't want to. You don't want to let the feet touch the ground. It made it made, Bl- it made Blink look like the Four Seasons. Sure. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I I liked working out. We had some good sessions there, though. Lots of great box jump content. A lot of, a lot of good box jumping, but that one was a dry sauna. The Equinox one is a wet sauna. There's pros and cons to it. Uh, you know, obviously the steam is good for the pores and all that shit, but it's, good it's point. hard. I like to read in the sauna and it's too wet and volatile of an environment to get any reading done in there. But let me give you a little sauna tip, Jason, a dry sauna break tip. Break it down. I would suggest taking in, I would suggest taking in a newspaper. It actually just gets kind of, it gets a nice hand feel to it, but it doesn't light on fire um, or like melt. So you can, it's a nice thing to do. You can get through a couple sections, you know, depending on how fast you read. I know you're probably a slow reader, but you can get through, you can get through. I'll bring in the most recent copy of the Drunken Canal into the dry sauna. <laughs> It'll just start to smell kind of like yeah. some nice, it's, it, yeah, it doesn't ignite, but it gets a little toasty. Toasted. It's like a lucky strike. It gets toasty. It feels nice in the hand. It, it's like a, it's like a hand warmer at a high school football game on a cold Friday night in the South. You know what I mean? Um, Ooh, I was thinking I actually know. about about the Drunken Canal and their obviously their new issue with with our advertisement that was that was sponsored by Balenciaga. But I'm thinking since you know they don't have they don't really have an LA presence. I'm, what if we made you the LA distributor? Do you think that do you, are you up for that task? What's the budget looking like? You have a truck. You have a truck. The budget is is. The budget is minimal, but it would be just a few hours of work. It would be like what I did with Vice Magazine in the year 2000, where I just put them all in the trunk of my Honda Civic and delivered them to local hotspots. Okay. And when you, when you did that, was that an unpaid opportunity for you? Or did you get, you get broken off? It might have been 300 quid per month, 500 quid a month. Not bad. That's not bad. Yeah. I mean, I'm down. It wasn't I'm bad. Down to I mean, it literally, it went. St- it went straight up my nose at the time. I uh, did not do much. <laughs> it wasn't enough to to put into the savings account, of course. But I mm-hmm. think for you, I think that that could be a nice little revenue stream. You could get to know some new people. You could go to tenants and like knock on the door every day to see if anybody was there yet to accept to accept a, a, a ream of of Drunken Canal. It's not gonna it's not gonna cover it's not gonna cover the mortgage, but it'll give me a little walking around money, is what you're saying. A little something to it'll it'll with. be it's I would I would look at it as a monthly pickle Rick stipend is what I would look at it as, and and I think that. 
But I, I don't know if the I think that we should look into distribution because their LA presence is lacking, and I know it feels New York centric. But I, I think that if we, you know, what if you dressed up kind of like an old newspaper man in front of the in front of the uh, intelligentsia in Silver Lake and just kind of sold them for a quarter? Extra, extra, read all about it. Carolyn Calloway <laughs> has a new koi pond. <laughs> Exactly. Yeah, I could see that. That's at least a good video content opportunity for us, if nothing else. It's a brand extension, as they say in the business. Jason. That's not. A, that's not a bad plan. I think. I don't know if LA distribution is on their menu. I don't know. I think they're. They might adamantly be trying to avoid an LA presence, which is sort of why we created that advertisement of uh, a fine blonde teenager oh, throwing up the LA hands, which. Just for the record, guys, that was uh, a, a piece of satirical content. <laughs> yeah, some it of is you guys not, are, is not an actual as usual. Joke, or, I mean, it's not an actual advertisement. As I say, as I say all the time, Jason, never underestimate the stupidity of the American people, and in this case, uh, the how long gone audience. Um, well, you know, I, not- the, the, the reason why I created that was to sort of, it, you know, it was it was it was more of an advanced joke, you know. We don't want to make it so easy, and and it's and when you have an advanced joke, if you if you're in on it, then it's even more enjoyable, and if you are not in on it, then it is even more frustrating and confusing. Mm. But that's that's though that to me that's my favorite kind of shit. I want I want to I want to confuse and aggravate more people because the people that do get it, it's just that much. Damn, Jason, you're such a hilarious comedian. I love that. I love that you're making people work for the laughs. Thanks, man. You know, it's pretty cool of you. Um, Exactly. Do better. Do better out there, guys. um, But yeah, I, I, I'm, I'm back in the big apple as of, I'm I'm not exaggerating, Jason, straight, straight from JFK to the suburban, to the East village, to podcast with you on this beautiful Sunday. It's 90 degrees outside. It's absolutely disgusting. 90. Damn. It's hot. It's gross as fuck outside. Um, New York does get but, nasty when it's 90 degrees, doesn't it? I've, I've always it's liked too it. Early. It's too early yeah, in the season for this. You know what I mean? Are but, you still a climate is... denier, Chris, now that you've experienced 90 degrees in May? No, but I do. I, I said this to the chat earlier, but the th- my real passion comes in an outdoor jog in this kind of weather. Just the absolute mm. end, end, ending a run like that and just being drenched with sweat, out of breath. You know, even a quick forty-five minute, four, five, six-mile jaunt—you feel like you've really accomplished mm-hmm. something. It just doesn't feel the same way in in a different climate. You have to have that that extreme heat to really feel the success when you finish. Preaching to the choir, yeah. I mean, nothing better. I was just thinking um, as I was pulling into the Seven Eleven by my house about how last last summer or whatever when it was September, October, when it was hot as fuck, like hundred degrees, and we would go play tennis and then go chug some some Gatorade Zeros. Mm. Just how how much more that hits, you know, when you when you deprive yourself of the basic life needs and you're just dying out there, and then you get to take that cold shower after your little your little village run, your little Ugh. your little four point six miler down Houston Street. Well, we're going up. Look, my my path. My, my path is actually we, we go down a we go up through. Union Square, around to Washington Square, back down through Soho, up through the East Village and down. It's, it's a nice little freaky loop I do, but it allows me to instantly tap in with the hood and, and see what's going on in, in the neighborhood, which is which is a nice... I like to do that mm, on So foot, you're just running you know. around, you have your pen and your pad, and you're observing life and things around you. are like, oh, wow, look at that. There's a new thumb, something, something. And 
You could only notice that on Foyer. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I have a pen and a pad while I'm running. <laughs> Just like Nas. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And also to I our listeners on... who's sending us different Nas songs, we don't listen to Nas and we don't want to hear it. Don't. No one cares. <laughs> yeah, don't send me any Nas stuff. Fuck Nas. You guys are corny as hell. I wouldn't say fuck Nas, but, you know, maybe. No, I'm sure he's a nice guy. I wouldn't say fuck Nas. If, if, I had a, if I had a direct-to-consumer brand he would invest in, I wouldn't say fuck Nas. But if it's on mm-hmm. some hip-hop shit... Mm-hmm. I'm I'm feeling a little different about it, you know what I mean? Speaking of Nas and 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 him his crypto bull presence, um, we're going through a tough time right now all of our crypto listeners. We're I've we're I've the, seen that. We're we're being destroyed right now. Uh my my investment of making an NFT um and then, you know, seeing it raise and now seeing it fall, it it is tough. I'm I'm buying the dip and it keeps on dipping. Are you going to this are you go, did you buy an eight ball and make a reservation for the strip club tonight? Are you ready to drown your sorrows like a true banker? No, no, no. I'm holding the line. A true banker isn't playing with his own money or her own money. A true banker is just ruining somebody else's life. I'm I'm really about this shit. You know, I'm destroying my. That's own why. Life. That's why I didn't leave. That's why I didn't leave my single coin with you because I was not ready for you to destroy my life. Mm-hmm. That's smart. Well, don't worry. I, I think. You know, in five years, it'll be fine. That's, that's going to be down payment, boys, in about five years. Don't worry. That's a long time. Is that really what people expect? Yeah, for sure. I mean, people expect like Bitcoin in the next, you know, even as early as the next year to, to reach like 100,000. And right now, it's probably something like 30 or 40,000. And it was as high as like 60, 60 or 70. I ain't got that kind of time, Chief. I do not have that kind of time. <laughs> that's fucking crazy. I mean, that's a pretty... I mean, I don't know, man. Like having your profits double in in a year or two is pretty good compared to most investments. I mean, that's no, no, no. Of course, of course. No, of course. No, no. I mean, I know that from a you know sane point of view. I just Mm -hmm. am impatient, as you know. Yeah, that's true. The investing world is is just crazy, Chris. And obviously, I don't know jack shit about it. Yeah, we know you don't know jack shit about much. Your your real estate claims. Your 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 alternative my real estate claims are all backed up chris my real estate claims are all backed up with a cold hard facts number cold hard check the sound check the sound scan check the score by the way by the way so i was tj doesn't miss tj misses quite often um and i was just i was just checking twitter.com and before we before we started i noticed that friend of the show rita aura was trending so i clicked i clicked on that and apparently Did she like fall down at a petrol station what, what no happened? apparently rita arby's rita is there's a photo <laughs> of her in a three-way kiss with that director uh taika watiti and tessa thompson oh. and they they might be in a in a poly relationship is what i'm reading here on twitter.com <sighs> okay who's the i know taika watiti i don't know who the Tessa Thompson. Tessa Thompson is like Tessa Thompson is a very famous like hot black actress. Okay. Yeah, she. I don't know what. Unfamiliar she's in. with her work. Where's she from? She in Bridgerton. She a Bridgerton freak. Where, where's she from? Yeah. No. Westworld. Veronica Mars. She was in Rosolian Isles, bro. That's a classic. <laughs> I forget about your wash ass TV reference, bro. This is this is fucking lit. This is lit as fuck. They're on a balcony, just all kissing. Is she hotter than Rita Ora? After enjoying an all-night party, they've definitely been up all night doing coke. They have literally mimosas on the table, 
And he, he just got his arm out. Man, you know, because he is a silver fox. Like, I'd let him beat. Let, let Taika cook. He's not, I mean, he's he can't be that much older than us. How old is he? He's 45. Okay. No, he's okay. he's older. But And they're kissing. Damn, this is lit as hell, bro. They, maybe they're all gone off the mollies on this. Are you jealous? I'm jealous. I mean, I'm a little, this is shocking behavior. And don't worry, Jason. Daily Mail Australia has contacted both Rita and Taika's respective management teams for comment. They have not heard back yet. Okay. <laughs> um, but why Why do you think all these fucking celebrities are in Australia? Just because it's like nice there and COVID was over early? I guess like right now, if it's summer in LA or summer in America, then it's starting to become winter over there down under. So, I mean, that can't have anything to do with it. I th- Yeah, I mean, probably just because... Everything is open down there. Maybe maybe they're starting to film stuff think, down there because nothing else is open. They're definitely doing some they're definitely doing some filming down there. But I just like it's been like a I mean, everybody's there. Maybe there's kind of crazy DJ sets. What's the deal in America though? Or in LA? June is that what you said? June first, the masks are gone? I know that June third uh, is my first DJ set. I don't know what the mask vibes are gonna be though. Is this a, is this a, hold on, hold on. Is this a how long gone exclusive? The Hell I'm Gone exclusive. It's a yeah. It's that Soho House, bro. Okay, I'm. I will be. I will be back there, and I expect my table with um, four cold bottles of Badois Red, please. The extra spicy. I can send the rest of my writer. I would say I would send it to your agent, but I guess I'm your agent, so I'll just um, I'll text it to you. (laughs) I'll text it to you. Yeah, don't worry. I will. I will have. I will have a a healthy F and B credit for the table. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> so you'll be able to order whatever you'd like all the water you can drink don't worry chris will they do you think do you think there'll be enough for me to get some hummus maybe <laughs> there's do you I, i'm trying to remember what the food the food vibes are at, at soho house i don't remember what it was i, I remember there's I a couple tell you dishes exactly, there that were pretty i good. can tell you exactly what the food vibes are it's like all these other places we've been eating that you hate so i don't know why you're why you're interested <laughs> well i'm interested because it's free <laughs> Uh, oh, I forgot. I forgot. And also, you know, now that I'm on payroll, you know, I can't bad mouth. What are we calling? What are we calling this party? Do we have a name for it? Uh, is it just called? Are we just going to call it "How Long Gone After Dark" as a brand extension? Or I don't think it really is a party. I think the problem is because of COVID, but also like even before COVID, Soho House. If you go to, you know, if you go to Soho House on like a random week night. You know, there'll be somebody playing music, but it's kind of like some loungy vibes, some background music. It's not like a, it's not yeah. like a turned up yeah. dance it's, party. It's it's Buddha bar. It's Buddha. It's Buddha bar volume six. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're just we're just chill. I mean, has nothing to do with the genre of music and, and all to do with the fact that it's just like it's mainly just like booths of people sitting around like, yeah. drinking Moscow mules. And what if I told you, though, what if I told you, though, what if I told you, though, that as the promoter. I'm trying to turn it into a little more of a vibe. Do you know what I'm saying? I don't know if you're the promoter at all, and I don't really know if that's up to you. I think it's more, you know, since it well, is a private, well, Jason, unfortunately, private club, Chris. Yeah, no, no, I, I agree with that, Jason. But the idea here is to create some heat around you so your DJ career, you know, comes back after some time off. So if there's a line mm. outside, if there's paparazzi outside, it is next to Boa. Mm. There could be some confusion. So if we're, if we're creating kind of a scene oh. in the streets... You know, maybe maybe that will reflect on your guarantees, oh. which is what we're trying to do here. You you are the Samantha to my Charlotte. The way your PR mind works. I mean, exactly. Yeah, you're exactly, like T- yeah. You're TJ gonna, at Sohas. That was you, Chris. Oh wow, you really turned that joint around. You're, you're gonna get married to a, You're gonna get married to a bald Jew too. 
Um, I don't. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> Spoiler. I I don't know. Look, I, I'm still on season three. I understand what you're saying, but I think we need to think bigger, and that's kind of my whole problem with you is you you don't think big enough. I, I see. I have a vision for you. Contains multitudes, and you kind of are just like, yeah, I'm just gonna play some, you know. Some mellow shit, that's, man. That's, gonna... that's exactly why I decided to have your little broke ass on payroll because of these oh, ideas just like this. So, okay, this is what you can do. Here's so, here's something that you can do, actually, Chris. Okay. Since it's not, you know, even though you want to be a club promoter for some reason, uh, as a <laughs> well, it's because I have, I have self, so many pairs of Chelsea boss. boots. I have so many pairs of Chelsea boots and nowhere to wear them, mm-hmm. you know, and it's killing me. <laughs> don't worry, Chris. Dust them off. I will pull up in the full Top Shop fit and stunt on your ass. Don't even, don't even think, don't even think twice. Okay. They close, but I still got shit on ice. <laughs> as a lo- as a local club promoter, what you can do, <laughs> I will have probably a ten ten person guest list that can be filled with okay. non binary names, what of of your choosing. Okay. You know, I'll let me. I'll, okay. I'll hold four spots and then. Your uh, your your creative mind can fill it in with the rest, but if you can pack in a who's who uh, of talent onto that list, then it doesn't even matter. I could be playing, you know, Nas and Primus all night. They'll be like, "We want more." <laughs> whatever you did, T. Whatever you did, TJ. Whatever you did, we want more of that because you had GG and you, you had you Zach up, and GG you in here going <laughs> stupid, <laughs> dummy. <laughs> You pulled up. You pulled up, and you just do. You just do Primus and Helmet back to back all night. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it don't matter if everybody's bad. You might want to just kind of switch this vibe up a little bit. You're scaring the hoes. Yeah, yeah. You know, usually we don't like to play hip hop, but tonight get some heavy hitters on the guest list, Chris, and we can. If you if you can, it's it, anyone can put names on a on a spreadsheet, but to get those butts in the seats, to get them actually in checked into the house, as they say. Mm-hmm. Then we can start talking, Chris. So, so you're saying I have six spots and one chance to prove myself to you, Eminem voice. Yeah, John Mayer does not get any pluses. First and foremost, if he's coming, if if he, if he wants to show up, great. But don't don't put the thought into his okay. mind that he can just invite all of his squad because that's not the I, case. I, I understand. No, BJ BJ Novak is actually banned from Soho House. I've I've been told, so we're fine. <laughs> we're good on that. We're, we're good on that. Um, BJ knows what BJ did. Yeah, we don't have to talk about it. So, okay, I think I can prove. Look, I get six people. I can prove myself to you. I I need to think about my outfit, honestly, because it's like that's going to be pretty crucial. Should we bring a nightlife? Should we bring mm-hmm. you know Ronnie or Cobra Snake or someone to kind of really get this thing cracking? Those guys might be banned from Soho House as well. Um, they might be in the BJ club. Oh wait, it's no photos at Soho House. I forgot. Oh it's yeah, no photos. No photos. At Soho House. No photos. It's been I'm so sorry. long, right? These muscles have it atrophied. Has been, it has. It has been so long. Well, okay, this is good to know, and I'll need. I'll obviously need to see a little preview of the USB sticks and what will be on them, just to understand, because that kind of dictates who I invite. You know what I mean? If you're going into like a, a weird zone, I wouldn't want to turn people off to you that could book you in the future. Okay, I'm glad that we're getting this out of the way because this is all like super helpful to me i know i mean it's easier to clear it up it's easier to clear it up over the phone than it is like in an email you know what i mean so it's kind of nice what wait is june 3rd is that a thursday night a classic party night mm-hmm, that's thursday night oh yes monday and thursday is my favorite nights to party i love industry nights you know what i'm saying oh yeah yeah. separates the riffraff less bridge and tunnel less people coming over from the valley you know what jason we ain't got to work on we ain't got we ain't got to work on Friday morning, baby. You know what I'm saying? We can be out all night. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Thursday is the new Friday. Uh, Thursday is my Friday, as you guys all know. 
Um, as soon as that is off, you know, I wake up Friday, I have nothing to do except scour Spotify for a brand new Olivia Rodrigo music to include on our <laughs> By the po- way, other podcasts. Speaking of Olivia Rodrigo, so I, I listened to that album in full uh, actually on Friday night when I was coming to, coming to meet you for our big Friday night in Toluca Lake. And bro, the so some of the songs are, are quite good. The lyrics are insane. Like... Possibly, possibly worse than Taylor Swift lyrics. Jason, you fucking need life insurance. You know what I mean? Because you're relying on my income. That's right. And uh, do you have a marketplace or a broker that I can work with to help me get a good rate for my life insurance? I'm so old. I know. I was about to say, you're approaching 90, and it's probably time that you get a nice policy under your belt. And luckily, our friends at Policy Genius make it very easy to compare quotes from over a dozen top insurers all in one place. Uh, you can save 50% or more on life insurance by comparing quotes with Policy Genius. And you could save thirteen hundred or more per year on life insurance by using Policy Genius to compare policies. This is a lot of fucking comparing. I don't try this hard. Thirteen hundred dollars per year—that's a whole lot of cush. Licensed experts at Policy Genius <laughs> will work for you, not the insurance companies. Those crooked bastards. You can trust them to help you navigate every step of the shopping and buying process. That kind of services are in Policy Genius, a five-star rating across thousands of reviews. First, just go to policygenius.com. It'll just take a couple minutes. You'll figure out how much life insurance coverage you need, compare the prices. When you're ready to apply, Policy Genius will handle all the paperwork, all the scheduling for free. They'll never sell your data or information to other companies. And Policy Genius does not add any extra fees. So, like I said before, head to policygenius.com to get started right now. Policy Genius, when it comes to insurance, it's nice to get it right. They have a very strong Taylor effect, which is what leads me to believe that Taylor did a lot of ghostwriting, more more than we assumed. It's very possible. Or she's just smart. She's studied game tape. Yeah, yeah, I guess so. But, you know, a lot of those Taylorisms are very much like it's the thing that they say that gets everyone talking. And it doesn't have to be cool or good. It just yeah. has to be like, oh, you just said that? Yeah, it's almost, I would say, cringeworthy, quote unquote. It's cringe. It's chuggy. It's all of those things. It makes me wonder. Don't chuggy. We're not chuggying <laughs> on this podcast. We'll cut that out. <laughs> yeah, but if, I remember. I mean, Taylor is the queen of having those lines where it'll just be a regular song. Everything is going normal, and we're rocking out and having a good time. And then it'll stop, and then she'll just like stop singing, and then just speak some words or sentence of some kind. Mm, God, it's and the then worst. it's just like, oh, what was that? And then. You even if you hate it, you just can't help but notice it and talk about it with everyone else in the car, and you know, spend a good five minutes into it, and then it gets stuck in your brain. Um, that's the, that's the TT effect, and Rodrigo learned from the best. But yeah, I listened to it, and there's a lot of. I mean, I was just like, bro, I'm I'm way obviously. I knew I was too old for it, but going back, I listened to it. I think the main surprise is how the gay community has really co-opted olivia as their as their new queen she ain't ready for she ain't ready for that who is well i mean it's she ain't she ain't built she ain't built like charlie xcx she's not able to she is not charlie xcx she did though she did collaborate with sour patch kids for her album though which is smart i like that (laughs) with the actual candy company sour patch kids or is that the name of a, a name of a new producer that i'm unaware of yeah yeah you can cop you can cop her own she has her own exclusive line of sour purple candies uh two pounds of them for like i think 14 bucks not bad. 
Two pounds for fourteen. Okay, those are interesting denominations for candy. That's not it's bad. No, it's not bad. It's not bad. She did a. Looks like it looks. It looks like she did a car wash as well. Sour car wash. Brought to you by Spotify. Spotify, cut us a fucking check. You're doing a fucking car wash for Olivia Rodrigo. You need to put a hundred grand in how long gone's pocket. Who guys? Who buys candy by the two pounds? That's what I want to know. That's a, that's so much sour. Have you ever visited the the Sour Patch Kids store here in New York City? Obviously. Okay. Well, that's the kind of people that do. I, you know, we could. I, I, we should go. We should hit the M and M store. That's my favorite. Even though, as you know, I'm off dessert. Yeah, you are off dessert. We got to get into that. One, one time, I was in uh, the first, the 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 first and last time I went to Toronto. I remember being blown away because I saw somebody wearing uh, a MAGA hat in Toronto. Of all the places I've been to in America, the very first time I saw a MAGA hat IRL was in Toronto, and it was a bro walking down the sidewalk with his uh, portly female companion, and they were walking down, and they, they had just been popping tags. They had all their shopping bags with them, but the only bag that she was carrying was from the M&M store. <laughs> and it was such a good such a good vibe of <clears throat> the combination of the MAGA hat in Canada mixed with this heifer popping tags at the M&M store walking down the walking down the boulevard as if she just hit the, hit Chanel for a new new bag or something like that. Well, I mean, for a big girl that can, you know, like trust me, in my heavier day <laughs> in my heavier and my heavier days, they I had a, you know, I had a personal shopper at the M&M store. They call me a new flavors drop. <laughs> hello mr black it's time yeah you know how they send the personal shopper over that's what they would they'd send over it was a guy dressed up as a peanut m&m he'd walk into the crib he'd lay it out like a drug dealer <laughs> i'd pick my flavors you know what i mean and it's easy they have a they have they have they have shopify right there on their ipad it was really easy so they they wheel in the z rack right into your suite at the chateau and they're be like here's here's exactly. fall winter and you're like oh i see i see this on <laughs> one of my websites and then you know, you get to try out some of the product, to get a nibble on. Obviously, obviously, I'm only purchasing. They know my size is XL. Uh, uh, you know, in the in the in the, in the pack. In the, I need a big, big pack. Casual male, Chris Black. Of course, of it's course, XL. it's XL. How could it not be? How could okay, not so be? yeah, you said that you uh, recently have been tightening the belt on your food consumption because you have been getting pretty fat lately. So you are. You did no, no, two. No, 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 did no, two no, no, alterations no, 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 to your diet, Jason. One no, them, first of all, the only person getting fat on this podcast is you and my wallet. Okay, and don't forget it. But the I'll, I'll take it. I just feel a little bit like dessert is my only thing, and but I feel like I should really have no pleasure in my life. I'm really feeling like I want to just cut it all out and just make it only about exercise and drinking water. Uh, no, you should be having no pleasure in your life, Chris. Let's let's walk back that statement that you just made. Because well, not that- actually, not actually, you know, no, 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 but I mean, like, I think that I get too much, I get too much satisfaction from, from sweets. Like, I think about it, like, dinner is merely an appetizer for a sweet and... Mm. Mm-hmm. Especially if it's a healthy dinner, you know, then I'm just like, oh yeah, okay, I can just okay, I can have some, I can have some right, unreal. Right. If you if you eat the sweet green, you eat sweet green for dinner, then it's definitely going to be some type of banana pudding or oh yeah, or and uh, it's just a pineapple time, it's, upside down cake, cheesecake yeah, factory, yeah. cheese cheesecake exactly. slice, which is a, yeah, which is hitting, my new favorite dessert right now. Just to let you guys know, listeners. Oh, we're hitting sweet lady cheesecake Jane factory. for a big old slice. We're hitting mm-hmm. we're hitting magnolia. We're hitting the local key foods we'll take whatever we can get and that's the problem 
as you know, Jason, uh, us addicts, we shift, you know, and, and I think it's very common. And you told me a great anecdote um, mm. about about friend of the show, Neil Brennan, and his struggle mm-hmm. with dessert and how he's weaned himself off. And now he has dessert, what, twice a month? You said ice cream twice a month? Yeah, he was. Um, yeah, if you're li- I know Neil listens to this pod. He just he's too too cool to admit it. But, you know, Neil, come on the pod challenge. We know you're listening. We want to talk to you about body dysmorphia and all kinds of cool stuff. Yeah, like we that. don't give a fuck about Dave Chappelle. Trust me, we don't give a fuck about Dave Chappelle. I only want to talk to you about getting fat. That's all, and that's all we want to he talk. He'd be playing tennis and restricting his diet. Name a better guest. You know what I mean? Wait, he plays tennis. Yeah, he's he plays tennis too. All right, me and you. I got it. I got it. He's like he's like a thin Pete Wentz. Me and you. I was got to say me and you versus him and Pete Wentz. Pull up to Glendale Community College anytime. Both of you guys can get the fucking smoke. That's paywall content. That 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 I'll have to charge. I'll be like Rory and Maul. We're charging two dollars for that video. We might have to go to like Venice or Santa. <laughs> we might have to go to Venice or Santa Monica for that though. Are you are you prepared to Chris? Yeah, of course, of course, no problem. But yeah, so he you know he was saying that like he. I, I think he has a lot of similar um, attributes to you with like the restrictive dieting, the body dysmorphia issues, the hating oneself, maybe a, a history of addiction uh, issues. And then his one vice that he would allow himself, like he's vegan, he eats super healthy every day. He's also sweet green hive. Uh, make sh- uh, Nate, if you're listening, let's make sure we get um, some cashew sent over to him. Just a little mental note. But he, the one thing that the one thing that he cannot stop doing or could not stop doing is eating ice cream. Obviously, you know, ice cream is delicious. How can you not? But then he, he was like, okay, I was eating ice cream like every day as my treat. But he would be vegan, but he would eat super healthy and have ice cream. And then he's like doing. Then he was doing it like once a week, and now he's weaned himself down to uh, every fortnight he is eating ice cream, and he's vegan, but he will still have full dairy full fat ice cream which i think is a cool and smart way to do it if you're if you're going to um if you're gonna buy a ticket take the ride you know there's no point you know you know if you're gonna if you're gonna shoot up if you're gonna shoot up you know make a make a meal of it get a nice hotel room buy buy a new needle buy some new rubber bands make sure you get the good shit you know leave the phone off the ringer and, and really go for it don't just take a little sniff we're we're on we're on do not disturb mode baby um but yeah that Mm -hmm. sounds that sounds like a cool approach so i'm gonna i'm gonna take a uh, i mean i'm gonna go cold turkey for obviously a while because that's kind of my style um but Mm -hmm. i am i'm ready to cut i also honestly like you say i I had it's this is day three and last night i did feel a little weird yeah yeah, and Neil Neil was saying on his pod the th- the three day hump is the tough one. Once you can get over the three day mark, the uh, the sugar addiction dependency, you know your your withdrawals, your cold sweats, your dope sick like behavior will become mm-hmm. much easier after day three. So we're gunning for you. I Chris. wondered. I wondered. I thought it was the. I thought it was the second COVID vaccine, but I guess it was the coming off sugar that had <laughs> me throwing up in the shower this morning. So glad to know that. <laughs> <laughs> glad to know that. Yeah, Chris is calling his guy. It's bad, you know. Um, I had my look. So I got my I got my vaccine, my second vaccine, and I felt pretty good, man. We played tennis. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you did feel good, and and they say that's a sign that if you if you get destroyed after it, that means you probably had it. That's that's what people say, right? Oh yeah, yeah, you're right. I have heard that. And you know, for all of the super spreader talk about me and this and that, I just want to make I just want to make that clear. You know what I mean? That mm-hmm. I. 
you know, you fucking haters. I was actually quite safe. <laughs> you weren't safe. You just didn't get COVID. Well, that's okay. Lucky is whatever word you want to, whatever word you want to use, Jason. Like it's fine. It's fine. You with took me. the Rogan approach. You you bossed up on your bomb ass vitamin D. You got your kettlebell swinging. You did some brawlic workout moves. You sweated it out, and you're a COVID free zone. By the way, Joe Rogan had fucking Adam Duritz from Counting Crows on his podcast. <sighs> Are you jealous? Is that the first time you're jealous of a, a booking on Joe Rogan's podcast? I'm jealous and also, like, come on. Adam Duritz, like, you're a, you're a how long gone guest. You ain't a Rogan guest, bro. <laughs> yeah, but Rogan was, he's he's a 90s bro, so he was probably building. He was probably building. He probably mobbed with out with him. That's a good point. I mean, I get, there's a new Counting Crows EP, so that, that was it was timed with the release. Didn't have time for a full album, huh? Just the EP? I think Adam Duritz is one of those guys who's, like, filthy rich. <laughs> Good with his money, smart with his investments. I don't understand. I mean, I, they made a lot of money at the time. Uh, no, I mean, I just, I think if you, if you had hits, yeah, if you had hits like that in that era, you made so much money. Like, it's just, it ain't the pre streaming, you're selling millions and millions of albums and touring. Like, you're good. Especially, I think he's the sole songwriter. I don't think it's out of the question for us to be able to get him on the show, right? No, I have some connections. It's attainable. Yeah, but you got some, yeah, you have connections to, to AD? I have connections to him. You just have to promise not to at, talk about the fake dreads. That's the last thing I want to talk to him about. I want to talk to him about throwing a leg over <laughs> many, many females in the in the nineties. He, you know what, Duritz? Honestly, Duritz though, real talk, he was mayor before mayor. If you think about it, with the ladies, uh, absolutely, <clears throat> he's the OG. Except mayor is actually uh, mayor is good OG, looking. OG sex addict. Mare is good looking. Like I, th- I think in the nineties, Adam. I think in the nineties, he was Adam was considered, you know, a good looking guy when he was when he was at his peak, and the way that you know the yes, stylistic yes. But, choices but of the nineties and the way he looked. He was, but what I'm saying to you is that Mare you know, Mare is like classically handsome in a different way. Like Mare Mare would be hot as a regular guy. Duritz, you need to be a little famous for people to think you're hot. That's a good point. Even even with the power of the nineties under you know your belt, I mean? you still have to be doing something. And that's no shots. That's no shots at Duras because Miss Potter's lullaby. That's on every mix I'm sending. You know what I mean? That's not. That's a hit. That's a smash. I do not know what <laughs> you mean, Chris. But I'm. I, I believe is that a song from Counting Crows? That's a song. I can send you a little Counting Crows mix if you'd like, Jason. I'm all good. I'm all good. Thank you, though. Okay. You're. You're. But I think if you if you have that level of success and you're a moody, emotional songwriter. I think looking a little bit funky, having yeah. a non-traditional look to you, uh, you know, being the opposite of classically handsome will end up helping you in the long run as it pertains to very true. Um, getting your 90s. Very true. Wet. But my, 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 my differentiator here is like, all right, these two guys in their prime both roll up to the sorority house. I think Mayor's leaving with more than Duritz. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, a sorority house. If you want to be having relations with sorority people but that's not adam's that's not adam's beat those are the kind of those are the kind of people who listen to their music the the, the bro he had sex with jennifer he dated jennifer aniston she's basically a sorority girl okay that's a good point that's a very good point i guess if it's more of a vermont sorority something like that and then mayor is more of a san diego <laughs> vermont sorority yeah, they got <laughs> vermont sorority yeah, yeah. Those are real common. Yeah, Mayor's working the he's he's a he's working the sun de- the lady sun devils. He's he's cleaning up in Scottsdale. You know, he's over uh you know he's Damn, in- can you imagine can you imagine can you imagine hitting downtown Scottsdale with Mayor for a weekend? Oh my god. It'd be it'd be a damn shooting gallery. That might be our next how long gone activation, head down to Scottsdale. I went there one time. 
and I was DJing. I was DJing down there, and I mean, it was like there. There's been a, in the news story, uh, Huntington Beach. There's like the the famous TikTok kickback. You familiar with this? Yeah, Chris? yeah. I don't. I, I, I saw. <laughs> yeah, I am, but I would like to hear more. So that, I mean, Scottsdale is kind of like that. It's like if if that TikTok teen party was an entire city and state. That's okay. that's kind of what Scottsdale is in the summertime. It's just like just a sea of 19-year-old white people who are are down for whatever and that can be you know losing you know losing an eye, you know waking up in a gutter, whatever it might be, they're all down for it. But yeah, in Huntington Beach, I'm proud of Huntington Beach now. Finally. Because we've been having a bad year. I've never been to the state of Arizona, and I would be happy to go to Scottsdale and do some remote broadcast. A lot of people like Sedona. You know, it's a beautiful place. Outdoor activities, you know. I'm, I'm, I'm looking for... I want action. You know me. Less action, though. Less action. you got to hit Scottsdale. you got to, you know, do some type of tequila shot situation on one of those cabs that's a bicycle. God. That has, like, Christmas lights all oh, in it. Oh, I'm familiar. I've been pumping, to Austin. Uh, chain smokers. Oh, God. Pedicab, that's what it's called. Yeah, ride ride around town in one of those puke puking puking off the back. But anyway, yeah, HB Huntington Beach, my hometown in Orange County, has been having a bad year. There's been a lot of Trump rallies, a lot of racist people. It's been fucked up and it's been embarrassing. And now I'm finally hey bro, hey bro, hey bro. The surf is still tight though. I mean, maybe is it though? I don't know. Um, I go, I go for the le- I go for the ledges personally, but yeah, I mean, do not, do not, do not, Chris. My culture is not your costume. The uh, but Huntington, I'm finally proud of it. They they created the fake TikTok party where some guy said he was having a kickback on Tower 13, which is a a, a great lifeguard tower in Huntington Beach. A great, a great lifeguard tower, a great one. It's it's so different than the others. <laughs> Just really cool. Yeah, they'll build a they'll build a little sand berm next to it. So if you're up top, you can jump off of it easily. If you have only seconds to save, um, you know, a tall, skinny white guy from the overpowering rip. rip Damn, tide you really do. You, you grew up, bro. You live Baywatch, man. That's pretty lit. I've yeah, I've been rescued by a lifeguard. No cop. Have you? <laughs> yeah, I have. Let's. Uh, were you were you thirty yeah, five or were you fifteen? No, no, no. I was like high school age. A friend of mine who's like super into surfing, he's like, let's go out. And I'm like, yeah, I'm not that kind of guy. And he, and he, we basically went out and he just kept pushing me further and further and we got caught in a riptide. And, and I just, I, I, w- I would have been fine. Like I wasn't going to die, but the, uh, the lifeguard saw me kind of struggling and he came out and did like a courtesy tug like you all good and let me all like i'll just pull you like he didn't throw me over his shoulder and and drag me onto the beach and give me cpr he just kind of like helped me um get out of that little riptide it was uh emasculating but i'm ultimately happy that he did thank god thank god you made it yeah so now i can make pods but uh he yeah so the so the tiktokers created this fake party and then they just turned up but it was it's, it was, I was watching it and I was like, this is so weird because this town that I grew up in, there's just jack shit going on. There's nothing to do. And now it's like a national epicenter for something almost every week yeah. in the world. And fi- finally, it's for something that's like normal and fun. Like if I was a 19 year old kid and I was still living in Huntington Beach and this was going on, I'd be so happy. I just go down there and you get all of your friends and you just 
turn up and throw fireworks at cops and you know whatever it is drink some truly hard ciders i don't know what you do that's probably what they're doing they probably don't even drink you know but i I wish i wish they did yeah they don't drink they just do backflips they're just like is there where where can we do film our (laughs) backflips i but i did so there so you're saying there was a fake kickback yeah so so somebody created a, a tiktok video and they're like hey guys i'm throwing a kickback Saturday, seven thirty, Tower thirteen. You know, cruise, cruise through if you want. Byob type of shit, and then that. I guess it was like a funny. I didn't watch it. I guess it was like a funny video of like, look at this guy. Yeah. He's like trying to get people to come to his party, and then it went viral like worldwide. And then it, it became this big joke of uh, like, what if we all came? And people were flying in from other cities just to go to this, and people came from far and wide because they were so deprived of any type of social activity or any large scale gathering like this, you know, EDC burning man Coachella being canceled. That's been hurting these teens. Yeah. So they were able to go to this, this gratis activation down in OC and hopefully, hopefully turn the tide because you know, it's just some regular people. It's not like some anti immigrant people. It's not some racist people. Sure. It's just like young people trying to turn. Yeah. And like they're interviewing all these people in the news and like, why'd you come here? And they're like, bro, like we're bored. We just want to, this is the first lit party since like 2019. Like we just like drove here from Scottsdale or we came here from Toluca Lake or we flew here from Michigan, whatever it is. And they just wanted to just do anything. It was like if Firefest was free kind of thing. Damn. That, that's that is cool i love tiktok now i guess yeah we our our activation was to luca lake on a friday night and let me tell you what man what a scene down there i'd never been on that street in my life <laughs> yeah so we uh the last episode of this how uh how long gone podcast we had mikey alfred and he was talking um he's talking about the film north hollywood and how he grew up going to the Bob's Big Boy, which is a restaurant here in L.A., like a classic diner spot. And they've been having these car shows. And we we're like, yo, we got to go to this car show. But the food at Bob's Big Boy, not great. Um, Mikey even even admitted it himself. But luckily, there's a Tokaya urban cantina right next door <laughs> where we can <laughs> – where Chris can get his tofu burrito and I can drink as many Pacificos. That's as I a can guilt. In that's a guilt minutes. free. That's a that's a guilt free burrito. Just I just want to be clear. It does have cauliflower rice, um, cauliflower rice, gluten free tortilla. You already know what the fucking business is. The crema. The crema is vegan. I just want to be clear. Yeah, the vegan chipotle crema went down a treat. I actually asked my uh, my server for an extra side, and he obliged. Thank God. You know the the guacamole has some. Um, uh pomegranate seeds in it you know you already know what's going on but we 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 filled up over there plantain chips too plantain chips plantain chips uh and then we went over next door to bob's big boy and it was exciting to show chris a good old-fashioned socal american activity just because burbank is kind of the epicenter of just like just families who just want to link and build and and chill you know there's no they don't see any color lines. There's no classes, you know, rich people, poor people, everyone is welcome. And they just pull up their cars that they love and everyone sits around and eats bad food and French fries. And that's it. And we got to see some bomb ass whips. Chris met a, uh, what, what kind of dog was that? A big old St. Bernard. Uh, yeah, I met a very cool dog. As you know, I'm not a dog person, but this guy really spoke to me. 
He felt like if I was a I dog. I could have punched that dog square in the face hard as I could. <laughs> he would have been like, bitch, that's all you got? All you got a little yeah, bit? I think that's what Big Dog's clothing was actually based on. Yeah, yeah. Imagine the dog from Big Dog's clothing. This is the dog that we built with in the parking lot of Bob's Big Boy. You know, it really made me want to go out there. I'm, I'll be out there next Friday a little bit earlier. I'll bring my Burberry folding chairs. <laughs> Shouts goes out to the Burberry Clothing Company for blessing us with our cool folding chairs. But we'll post up. I'll probably bring a big old bag of peanuts or sunflower seeds like and kind of spit them like that. all on the asphalt as the uh, as the hours tick away. And I won't bring the hookah rig, but you know. Something better than just a, a pack of six. But you could see a hookah rig. You could see a hookah rig out there, though. You could see. It, I crazy. mean, as long as you're not playing the the hookah related music, because even though all races and and classes are welcome at Bob's Big Boy, you can't push it. You know, you got to keep it pretty homogenized. You can't go mm-hmm. too far. Well, there is a there is a Starbucks connected to Bob's Big Boy, so you know that that puts <laughs> into perspective for you. When I noticed the local Starbucks, I was like, wait a second, this is really killing the vibe here of this local small business. I mean, in Burbank, there's a Starbucks that's built into everything. Like the hospital that I drive past when I go to Whole Foods every day, there's a Starbucks inside of that parking lot. Like you have to like check into the hospital to go to that Starbucks. It's Starbucks is, is everywhere. There's starting to be a big coffee company. I've noticed. I, <laughs> they're they're really taking over the market, and I have noticed it. And you know, I I've tried their I've tried their drinks. They're okay. You know. Do you remember the first time you went to a Starbucks? Yeah, they have though? a lot of different drinks. <laughs> oh yes, I do, Chris. Me too. Me too. Uh, uh, go ahead. Well, what was it? What? What? I'll I'll, I'll go first. Okay, so the in, in Huntington Beach there is a mall there called Bella Terra which translates roughly to you know the, the beautiful ground beautiful earth um, no, nothing beautiful about it it's right off of a freeway and it's a piece of shit there's a it's bookended uh, by a Burlington coat factory <laughs> but a long time ago there was a mall it was like the Huntington Center mall and they they built a Barnes and Noble in this mall and yes. it was like kind of big deal yeah it was like because it's a huge standalone like two stories, like gigantic, you know, like Staples Center size Barnes and Noble back in the old days. And they had the Starbucks built in and it was right when I stopped being straight edge Uh-oh. and started enjoying, enjoying cigs and, and drugs. And every, every night when we had nothing to do, it was either like you go to tower records, look at magazines, yeah, of course, or you go to the Barnes and Noble Starbucks to look at magazines. And then also when you're done with that, you go, we would go to Starbucks and then we'd bring the parliament lights and we'd post up, smoke some cigs and drink drink our coffees. And I had a cursed, cursed order, which was the grande soy latte hot Ooh. with that was, which is a, a grande soy latte stock, no anything added to it. A, a timeless, delicious beverage. I, the, I, the, agree. The I kind of, of sugar agree that with They you. put into their soy milk is, is beyond fucked up, but I would, I would do, I would make it a raspberry mocha latte. So I had Jesus. a chocolate and raspberry pump up in that. Oh bitch. my God. And I would just be, I would just be chain smoking those parlies and we'd be looking at some cool, I don't know, face magazines from yeah. 2000 and, just 2000 it was cool i can relate tj because that's the same thing there was a same thing a barnes and noble starbucks attached i was hitting the magazine rack of course i was shoplifting um very you know a a full backpack Mm -hmm. full of magazines but i would have a what's the what's the a venti i would just have a venti black coffee nothing in it (laughs) just 
Ch- oh, what? Yeah, dude. Because I, I was just like, that seems normal to me, you know. And then, and then I started putting a little sugar into it. Uh, <laughs> but that's, I mean, I, I drink coffee. That seems normal. That's the least normal thing that anyone could ever order. Bro, I'm, I'm, I'm different, bro. I'm crazy. I'm, you know, I'm built different. I was ready for the bean. Yeah, you are different. You know, but I, I spent. I've never ordered a venti anything. I spent so much time in like a Barnes and Noble, like starbucks seating area with like you know up 20 magazines just with and a grunt and a, and a venti black coffee that delicious burnt starbucks so would, drip that that pike place roast <laughs> you would <laughs> this predates pike place considerably good. so you would you would only rack magazines that's it yeah because all the books suck i mean i would rack books but magazines like i would steal i mean like a bag full at a time just like walk out because this is like because mm-hmm. i think at that point they weren't putting the little like electromagnetic tags they weren't hiding those in mm-hmm. magazines they would hide them in books but also i was told by friends that like worked at those places that like i i believe they were trained not if you were shoplifting they were they were tra- like the insurance yeah, yeah, yeah. didn't cover them like running after you like they don't give a shit so like mm-hmm. but i never even had the alarm go off i never even had the alarm go off i would just i would just walk out check my bounty well you know moving Moving forward, what you want to do is go steal the most expensive books possible. You want to get those. Them. Well, you get those, and then you go to a different store. Oh, trade them Different in. Starbucks. Then you return them for store credit, and then you use that store credit to then get all the stuff that you actually want. Yeah. That, the DVDs. I was about to say, is that how you grew you know, your, your, board game. your Blu-ray collection? Is that how you finally <laughs> got a handle on it? I mean, that's how I was watching Sex in the City on DVD, you know, whatever, 20 years ago. Yeah, good point. It was just like, I guess, you know, when, when you run out of every DVD, because you go there and you like, you buy all the CDs you want, you get all the DVDs you want with the store credit, um, and then you just start running out of stuff. Like, my brother and I had Sex in the City, West Wing, Soprano, you know, all that shit on DVD literally like 20 years yeah, ago. Yeah, the DVD sets. And we, and we didn't even want... Sex in the City were just like, oh, that's a box set that we haven't We don't stolen have it. Yet. Well, they, we the box it. sets at the time also, you know, those were over $100, so it seemed expensive. But I had, I, there was also, we basically had a network of shoplifting happen. Like everybody kind of took different shit. You know what I mean? So you could just, like, I had a friend, mm-hmm. I had a friend who would rack art supplies and sell them on eBay, and he would, you know, it'd be like these really, really expensive um, colored pencil sets. And mm-hmm, he would get mm-hmm. big money for those because it's like a thing you need for like art school. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's like there's a need for it. But yeah, I mean, between diesel jeans, colored pencils, books, and magazines, we got you covered, baby. <laughs> you know what I mean? What more do you need? That's the trifecta. That's all. I, that's that's food and water for me. Some beautiful passive income on top of your retail intake. But I was making I was making a lot of bread at the time because I worked at a, a shoe store called Abadabas and it was commission based. And I was just killing because I would be mm-hmm. I would be like selling Birkenstocks like hot moms. So I was making a lot of money, and I was and I was shoplifting. It was just it was a good time in my life. Yeah, in the retail clothing world, the shoe commission is kind of known as the top of the pyramid, right? Top of the food chain. Well, no, I mean I think that no, I mean if you work at like a real store, you can make a considerable living. Like if you're if you work at Chanel or you know Louis Vuitton or Gucci, whatever, you can make a real living. But at this level, like. The structure well, was good for me. I mean, I mean more so like on the. I mean more so on the mall hierarchy. Yes, yes. I'm like sorry. If yeah. you're working like for like the different department, you know, like if it's a Macy's or a Bloomingdale's or a department store like that, the shoe, the the women's shoe department, that's for 
That's yeah. for the closers. That's where yeah. that's the top of the That's where the that's where the hottest that's where the hottest gay guys work. Yeah. <laughs> and those are the people that can afford, you know, an Acura Integra or things like that. Like they're living high on the hog compared to you know, people. Damn! In the- don't come for me. You know, I, you know, I was pushing the all. You know, I was pushing the all white Acura Legend. You already know the Coke White Acura Legend with the hate breed sticker on the back. All right, guys. Well, it's been a great <laughs> podcast today. I've ran out of my eight oh fives, and it's time to go. Um, time to go replenish. I'm going to sweat. I'm gonna. I'm gonna go for a jog, Jason. So you know, yin and yang. This is a six, a six p.m. jog through the mean streets of New York. That sounds like a blast, Chris. Where are you going to get dinner tonight? <sighs> no plan yet. I don't know, man. I don't know. I'm not thinking there yet because you know my my body thinks it's 3 p.m. You know what I'm saying? So it's it's tough. It's tough. Oh, you know that's oh, why I have to get my yayas out in my new Nike Matthew Williams tights. So I'll let you know how it goes. Shout outs to friend of the show Matthew Williams for blessing us with the pack and the full kit. He'll be on the show soon. When what what day is he coming on oh, next week? Oh, I think it's August actually. So I'll, I'll I'm going to start working on that. The time okay. difference is tough. You know the time difference is tough with us. He's a busy fella. That's fine. Well, get the get those yayas out, Chris. I'll get the yayas out. Uh, thank you guys for listening. Uh, we're back this week with multiple hot guests. We got all kinds of shit in the hopper for you losers. Um, our summer our summer edition of the very popular uh, Gone Hat. In, in three colorways is hot off the presses in downtown LA. Jason will be driving down there to pick them up and they will be on sale ASAP. Yeah, those will be up this week. If you, uh, you know, a lot of people are asking about the hats. We have them in navy, we have them in white and in khaki now. So, uh, follow up. We did a, we, yeah, we did a the sand on sand. You know what I mean? For, for the real, for the real heads that love an earth tone, natural, natural people. You know, mm-hmm. yeah, this uh, Safari edition. It's not. It's nothing new. We didn't invent it's it. It's nothing. It's like it's like Jason's Eddie Bauer. Mm-hmm. That's right. Um, yeah, tan, tan on the inside, Hunter on the outside. Mm. Uh, and listen to this most recent episode of How Long Gone Radio. People have been saying there's some beautiful tunes on the show this week, and I don't. <sighs> yeah, you're right. With them. One guy on Twitter did say that, and I agree with him as well. So thank you for listening. I had a few, more than one, don't worry. Okay, okay. Um, All right, Chris, well, good luck, and I hope you can fight that jet lag, resist the urge to chomp down on a CBD gummy, and uh, and tell 90 Degree New York I said, what's up? I will. Okay, bye. (laughs)